Bethany Abrams. This is Pastor Jeff, and we're here with the Weekend Extra. I've been slapping him around a little bit this week, so (laughs) (laughs) sorry. I'll look at you with my one good eye. (laughs) Yeah, look at me with my one good eye and answer these questions. (laughs) No, um, this week you're talking about walking differently and about how when we're born again and um, we're new creations, how we we should pick up and... um, and carry ourselves and walk in love. And I really liked this sermon tonight um, to just think about the eyes of your heart being awakened mm-hmm. and to, to look at this. So um, one of the questions I had this week was, how do you walk through this? Um, how do you embrace it when you've sinned or made a poor choice? And how do we pick up and not beat ourselves up t- and move on from it? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. And I, I actually was having this conversation a little bit after services tonight and and uh, one of the things I told my friend was you always need to think of your relationship with God in relational terms mm-hmm. right so I, I think it, and this is really kind of what we're talking about this weekend I think mm-hmm. our instinct and what we're often taught is to think of our interaction with God in terms of a list yeah. I check this box I check this one I check this one and somehow if I score high enough, I'm on God's good side. If I score low enough, Mm -hmm. I'm on God's bad side. And relationships, healthy relationships don't work that way. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it in terms of of a father, you know, when I think about my children, when my children make mistakes, it's not usually the mistake. It's the response to it. And that response is not going to determine whether I kick them in or out of my family is going to determine the closeness of our relationship, right? So I was talking with my friend about, I use the example of getting a speeding ticket and, mm-hmm. and there, there's one, one person that gets a speeding ticket because they didn't realize what the speed limit was and they got pulled over. And then there's another person that gets a speeding ticket because they're intentionally driving fast, right? Mm-hmm. So they're both going to get tickets, right? Right. The person who didn't mean to do it, who is struggling with sin but failed in that sin, mm-hmm. their response to the cop mm-hmm. is going to be, I didn't know, I'm sorry, um, you know, it was a mistake. And then when they stand before the judge, because mm-hmm. they're going to get the ticket, they're probably just going to admit, like, were you speeding? Yeah, I was. Why? I didn't realize the speed limit. This person over here, the response to the cop is, why'd you pull me over? Other people are speeding. You're a jerk. This is all you do all day. Why'd you have to ruin my day? Mm-hmm. And then the response to the judge is, well, show me the evidence. Where's the, show me the radar. How do you know? And right. you don't, and when you pull all of that response now into like a family, mm-hmm. right? That, that response is going to affect my relationship with the kids. Mm-hmm. So if my if my son gets a ticket and it was an accident, I'm like, hey, buddy, we've all gotten tickets. It's not the end of the world. Take mm-hmm. it like a man. Let's just work through it. Right. If that same son gets the same ticket, mm-hmm. but their attitude, their heart is hard and their mind is closed, mm-hmm. not only are they going to have consequences, but there's relational ramifications to that. My mm-hmm. trust of them, mm-hmm. uh, the distance that they've put between us, how they've hurt me, mm-hmm. right? And that's, that's the deal. When I sin, it's not that I should go on sinning so that grace may abound, right? right. Paul says, no, certainly not. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to sin. That's when grace and mercy comes in. Mm-hmm. When I struggle with sin and I fail, mm-hmm. I turn to God right. in that sin. When I practice sin and I'm trying to be sneaky, I run from God right. with that sin. 
and it alters our relationship with God. So I think about it in those terms. Like, I blew it. Okay, well, you coming and telling Dad that you blew it and you're sorry and will you help me Mm -hmm. is very different than Dad tracked you down and found out and you denied it for three months. Right. Right? Right. And it's the relational break from God that that is the big deal. And what what the Scripture is saying there in Ephesians is I've been born onto this way of love. Mm -hmm. So I'm following God's example or I'm walking Mm -hmm. on this path with God. So that's why I deal with all of that. Is that the same thing um, when you do have like a certain sin that you struggle with on a regular basis? And even if you keep coming and going, man, I cannot seem to get this right. Is it still, does it still work that way with, with God and the relationship, you know, or is it kind of like at some point, like just knock it off? I mean, if it's a the, real struggle, like you're like, man, I. The, the key word is struggle. Okay. Okay. So let's just put it into a sin that we would think about, um, in a, in a loving way, alcoholism. Okay. If you're an alcoholic and you struggle to stay sober, mm-hmm. and I see you struggling mm-hmm. as a friend, as a sponsor, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to help you. Now, I'm also going to resist mm-hmm. your alcoholism. Right. Right? Being an alcoholic is not okay. Right. But when you're struggling, I'm with you. If you're an alcoholic and you abandon the struggle and now you're just practicing, okay, right? Yeah. I'm out every weekend. And mm-hmm. when you come to me and say, I don't know what's wrong with my life, I, I'll look at you and say, yes, you do know what's wrong with your life. Mm-hmm. So the key word there is struggle. Okay. And what the Bible would say, Paul, in other parts of the Bible, he says, you have not struggled yet. In your struggle and sin, you have not yet shed blood. And what he's saying is we struggle all the way because it hurts the relationship with God. When, mm-hmm. when Heidi looks at me and says, honey, please don't do that. Mm-hmm. When I do that on purpose, mm-hmm. it hurts her more mm-hmm. deeply because she's identified it. Right. Right. Now, if I make the mistake or she sees me fighting it and I just fail, it's a completely different conversation than when I just say, no, I won't stop doing that. Right. Right. So it's all that relational stuff. And and in our struggle with sin, this is where God's grace and his mercy Mm -hmm. come into play. In our practice of sin, that's where God would say, "Um, if you've been born again, and that's still what you're longing for and running to and enjoying and and flippantly and publicly being a part of, I'd double click on your heart. Gotcha. Right there, because it's it's really the, the the light and darkness cannot coexist. Right. So in saying that, how do we how do we bring our sin into the light, um, and or make somebody feel comfortable bringing their sin into the light to us? Um, how do how do we go about that? So we bring it into the light by bringing it into the light, right? Okay. So I, I find a trusted friend or a trusted spiritual leader, pastor or friend or whoever, life group leader, and I sit down with them and say, hey, I'm struggling yeah. with sin. And, and I will bring in accountability and bring in exposure. And then depending on what the sin is, that circle may widen or not. You okay. know, it just kind of depends a little bit. Um, so there's a point that I just have to say, I'm done yeah. I'm done keeping the secret or I'm done trying to do it by myself. I'm going to bring other people into it. Mm-hmm. To be a person that somebody can do that to, I think, is a great question. Yeah. And 
I think one of the ways that you make yourself a person that somebody else can confess to is that you confess your own sin. Gotcha. So I, I think when we admit that we are fellow strugglers mm-hmm. and we admit like that's a temptation or a struggle for me too. Yeah. Um, suddenly people can look at us and say, well, wait, they love Christ mm-hmm. and they struggle. Right. And we're able to say, right. So Paul says, he says, I'm the chief of sinners. Yeah. I'm like number one kind mm-hmm. of a thing. And what he's doing is like, yeah, there's no there's no perfection. There's an arrival. The perfection is Christ. Mm-hmm. We will be perfect one day right. when we're with Christ. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, we're reflecting him. So I think when you're open with your own life, people tend to be open with theirs. Great. Well, thank you so much for answering my questions this week. I'm Bethany. This is Pastor Jeff. With this one is, good eye. With one good eye. See it? <laughs> see my one good eye. And this is the weekend extra. <laughs> and it's extra. <laughs> <laughs>